the way that Mountain Tim hits on Lucy to me seems there's this like episode of Lupin the Third where in the end Fujiko thinks Lupin died and like gives this whole eulogy to the sea for him, even though she was like being a complete yeah. like like not giving a shit about him the whole rest of the thing. Like Mountain Tim hitting on Lucy Steele feels like that to me, where it's more of like a performance of a character for himself. Like he's like, it is part of like my identity that I'm the kind of person who would be like, oh, I'm so chivalrous. Like I must protect the one woman. Right. Yeah. Like I wonder if she wasn't married, if he would say all the stuff to her that he says. Yes. Although it, when he's like cornered by Blackmore, it does seem like he really did sort of reach some kind of internal peace by helping her. But that's right? also part of the character of yeah, like, a, like a selfless chivalrous yeah. cowboy. Like right, because there's no risk in there because he would, he never has a chance of ever having to worry about having a relationship with right. her. Although, you know, I still can't look at this scene without thinking about him lowering his dick on a rope. <laughs> <laughs> I just I just can't believe that like I didn't think of that until today as a possibility. Ooh. I'm so proud of you. Like, <laughs> yeah, we always see him lowering like like his hand. Yeah, yeah, like his head is on it. Like, I still think that this might be actually why Gyro hates him. Because he keeps throwing a rope to Gyro and there's a dick on the end yes. of it. Yes. Welcome to JoJo's Bizarre Explainer, a podcast about JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. I'm Elizabeth Simmons. I'm Darius Kazemi. And I'm Courtney Stanton. And today we're going to talk to you about pigeons. Yes. They're fast. Pigeons. We're also, this is our first time recording back together in person yeah. since uh, early 2020. So. Very exciting. It's super exciting. If you notice that our chemistry is a little better, but we're back on form. Or worse. Or worse. We're... That's what's to blame. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we're actually in the same room. Incredible. I know. Although I'm trying to think, we have such a backlog stacked up. I don't know when people. Oh, yeah. This will be <laughs> We're coming to you from 2024. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> Hello to the future. You might not know this, but pigeons are way faster than horses. Um, I learned this from these two chapters. Today we're we're looking at the green tombstone one and two, by the way, which is thirty-six and thirty-seven. Although I don't know how you could run. I don't know how you could read the green tombstone because you get to the cover art. Oh yeah, sorry. I should have said and today we're going to talk to you about gyro licking balls. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> that might have been more accurate. Head blank thoughts empty. I feel like this has to be a reference to some famous model shot or something. I don't know. If only there were some way to find out. <laughs> but unfortunately. Just Google licking balls. Yes. Yeah. And what could go wrong? Man licks ball. Yeah. It's probably a woman. Okay. So let's let's talk about this cover. So we have gyro here. Anatomically, this doesn't make any sense. Almost none. I, <laughs> I have tried to draw like basically this, you know, like a version of this. Like look at his shoulder. Yeah. There's, there's maybe like a. A bone situation happening where there shouldn't be a bone. I don't know if it's like Araki is trying to draw like a sheen on the deltoid. I think he is. But it reads as like a muscle bone indentation. Yeah. Is, he, is he wearing skull rings? Yes. Yes. <laughs> Does he normally wear skull rings? No. Okay. Look. I mean, he also doesn't usually wear like netted... Hand. Yeah, that's true. He's definitely doing like a things. like a mall goth. Yeah, thing he doesn't going normally wear like you know a spiked belt, either. right? From like the his, year two thousand two, his scene belt. Yeah, and, yeah. His, and it, with his low rise or a uh, wallet chain. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. <laughs> wow. Yeah, this is a very specific like hot topic look for yeah. Gyro, and he's definitely wearing like a unitard in this one. Yes, 
for sure. His hip is poking out. Yeah. See, is it a unitard or is it just that the shirt is sort of like tucked in low and then it's sort of hiked up over the hip? I choose Let to Let me have this. <laughs> it simply is. Okay. And also, let's talk about his tongue for a second. I, thank you. It's too big. <laughs> and I say this as a person with a really big tongue. Sorry for the TMI, everyone. But as a person with a huge tongue, I say that Gyro's huge tongue here is nonsense. It's a pretty big tongue. It's too fat. <laughs> I've seen bigger, but yeah. Usually a tongue is not that big for the whole length of yeah, the Yeah, because if you imagine the tongue going back into his mouth, like that's a really big tongue. Yeah. Also, like it just would get like skinnier at one point. Maybe he has a cow tongue. No, even cow tongues point at the end. Oh, that's true. As anyone who's well, we ever been to a farmer's end. market. It's like behind his, it's behind the palm Wait, of I'm his sorry. hand. Anyone who's been to a farmer's market? In Pennsylvania. Okay. Sees cow tongues. It's only cow tongue they have the, there, actually. In the display case. They don't actually know about vegetables in Pennsylvania. You never they saw cow tongue, cow tongue at a farmer's market? I've never been to a farmer's market in Pennsylvania. Well, in the Amish-run farmer's markets in Pennsylvania... Mm. There are tons of cow tongues on display, and they traumatized me as a child because okay. it's disgusting. Well, and I, I totally get that it could be like a Pennsylvania Dutch thing yeah. because it's like a Germanic. I mean, also like J- Jewish people eat cow tongues. Not me personally, but I know that it's a thing. And and there's a huge Jewish I have cow tongue. I, I have cow tongue taco every now and then. Yeah, I used to. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. So this is not <laughs> cow tongue. I, I but didn't it looks, realize. But the point is it looks like a like a monster's tongue. It doesn't look like a human's tongue. Like, I, look, I, I think it's look. great. I like, I love everything about it. Yeah, no, I see what you're saying. There should be yeah. space. Yeah, it's too tall. Yeah, exactly. It's like he got he got a bee sting on his tongue, and then posed for this photo shoot. Maybe this was after he fought um, uh, Mrs. Robinson. Ooh, <laughs> fact checked. <laughs> <laughs> he fought Mrs. Robinson and then posed, and for then this went picture. straight to a photo shoot to his like boudoir shoot for this. <laughs> what if he's got another person's tongue in his mouth? Oh, that could and be. It's yeah, it's tongue. like it's like someone's stamp. Maybe Mountain Tim, because Mountain Tim is part unicorn. Could be a unicorn tongue. How did it get in his mouth? <laughs> it's Mountain Tim's stand power. Oh right, Mountain his, Tim could send his tongue into Gyro's mouth. Yeah. Got checked. <laughs> <laughs> I think it makes more sense that it got stung by bees. <laughs> okay, okay. Now that we've spent, we need to move on. This is what happens when we're in the same room and not trying to barrel through everything because the internet might cut out for some unexplained reason. <laughs> All right, so we get so to- page two. <laughs> <laughs> so we get some. We get some hot pants. Oh, uh, no, first it's the dumb oh, joke. Right. So there's a dumb joke. I had to look it up. The joke is that. He does four two zero. Of course, people make four twenty jokes based on this. But Gyro, when he says four two and zero in Japanese, he says she for four, tsu like the Western two for two, and then re for zero, and that's like shitsure, which is like let me, uh, excuse, excuse me. me, basically. Yeah. So that's his. He's making like a weird cross English Japanese pun that also doesn't translate. But what he's also doing is. Checking to make sure that Johnny is okay after getting a head injury. Yes. Yeah. How many fingers am I yeah. holding up? He's just doing it in a way where Johnny doesn't feel like he's being coddled. Right. So it's and, real and cute. It's, it's jokey so he can play it off as I don't really care about yep, you. Exactly. So we get some character development and an inscrutable joke. The, <laughs> the gyro way. And there his hips popping out again. You can see that Araki was really aching to draw the <laughs> gyro's hip out. Yeah. 
And then we get, they check on hot pants. After after stealing Hot Pants' uh, roast beef sandwiches. Yeah, then they're right. going to, what, like, roll Hot Pants' boots? Like, what? I don't I don't understand. <laughs> like, checking the pockets. No, they're checking for more sandwiches. <laughs> yeah, you know where you tend to keep sandwiches? In your tit pocket. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, they didn't know they were tits until, until they touched them. They, they could thought, have been sandwiches. They thought they were sandwiches. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> when you think Gyro and Johnny have ever seen a boob, <laughs> they're like, right, sandwiches. I mean, we are supposed to believe canonically that Johnny has seen boobs. Yeah, and that Gyro has seen boobs. Yeah. I mean, I'll believe it when I see him not thinking that boobs are sandwiches. <laughs> But yeah, I do appreciate that Johnny's like, well, guess that's none of our business. Yeah. It's like, all it's, right. It has the same energy as when Narancia saw what he thought was Giorno sucking Mista's dick and just kept the secret to his grave. Yeah. Yes. Literally to Liter- his grave. Literally yep. died. It died with him. Yes. <laughs> just like, yeah, you know what? Whatever's going on there. That's between them. Yeah. But yeah, aside from groping someone while they're unconscious, like the, you know, their Johnny's response is pretty good here. It's just like, well, Hot Pants has boobs. None of my business. I'm going to keep respecting his pronouns that he's uh, expressed to <laughs> right. me. In so. English, at least. It's also possible. It's very possible that in Japanese, the way that he's talking about Hot Pants is simply not gendered because yeah. you don't need as many gendered third person pronouns in Japanese. Yeah, Usually it's you gender your first person pronouns. They also quickly introduced the concept of lip reading. Not that that's going to be important later in this issue, uh, but Gyro's like, hey, let's cover our mouths when we talk because someone from the higher, the government, the government, that's how they get you. And so, and like also not just the concept of lip reading, but the concept of being trained in lip reading is introduced. Like, yeah, very right. specifically. <laughs> yeah. You know, they seem like they've been trained by, Small men. <laughs> Small ticket takers. And yeah. then, hey, hey, remember uh, Sandman and Poco Loco? Because a race is still going on. And they're looking good. Yeah. Looking Gy- good. Gyro still remembers him. I love that's That's Gyro's way of getting his attention. Hey, looking good, man. <laughs> hey, nice body. <laughs> By the way. Just randomly catcalling your fellow <laughs> racegoers. And, and uh, I love Sam and being like, do you only care about Dio? Is yes. that it? Is that? Yes. Yes, obviously. Or like, do you do you want other intel? No? Okay. No, just, just <laughs> Dio. We do don't you want to know where anybody else is? Anybody else's nope. position? In the, just want to know about Dio. Okay. Got right. it. See you guys. <laughs> Yep, and nice. he's like, good "I talk." Yep, I did this to he, pay well, you he back. He also says, "Like, there's going to be a storm." Yeah, and he's like, true. "All right, I gave you some info, and now I don't owe you anything." Yep, later, Gators, and then we we get some good Iraqi clouds. Yes, yeah. and then we also find out that uh, there was a pigeon in Ringo Rodigan's house man cave. Right, yeah, because they found <laughs> the the cage there, uh, and cages obviously hold pigeons. Sure. Johnny Johnny uh, does not strike me as someone who would know a lot about birds, but well, but also I guess this was back in a time when people did use birds to send messages, so maybe you would know about it. Sure, ambiently, maybe he learned about it in the hospital. I don't know. There you go. Um, maybe he's friends with bird jockeys. Well, I mean, speaking of bird jockeys, this is when Johnny is like, pigeons are much faster than horses, which I thought seemed untrue because i apparently don't know anything about birds or horses so i looked it up and 
pigeons can go up to 93 miles an hour and horses can only go 55 miles an hour. So I don't really know why people ride horses instead of pigeons. It could have been a miniature horse in that cage. I think that'd be cool to use those to send messages. But miniature horses are probably even slower than normal size horses. <laughs> oh, they absolutely are. Unless it's like a, a horse that's the size of a pigeon and therefore the speed of a pigeon. No, no, no. Miniature horses better fucking be slower. Otherwise, I don't want them. <laughs> Otherwise, we're all doomed. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so we, we kind of cut to President Valentine, who has some really nice pattern gloves that I, in my mind are the same pattern as Diavolo's outfit. Yeah. They yeah. Like or they remind me of like Mista's hat. Basically or Gyro's gloves from the cover of this. Anything ribbed, basically. or strong cross hatching. Yeah. Uh, and they have this whole very incriminating conversation. The kind of thing <laughs> that villains do. Wait, I thought the gloves were like netted. Like, because you can see the shadow. Honestly, what they have is they have the same pattern as those Fabletics leggings that are supposed to make your butt look good that but everyone do those, on Instagram. Do those leggings have holes in them? Um, no, they. it's a weird weaving pattern. But these definitely look like they have holes because there's shadows. Yeah, I think it's like a... a dual layer oh, situation really? All right. like i think there's a there's like a fishnet on top of or maybe no he's wait just you wearing, can see his nail so he's i think he's wearing gloves. fishnet gloves oh that bitch <laughs> uh, but yeah we get this incriminating conversation between president valentine and, and his, his lackey, lackeys. yeah and they're just having it in front of an open window just really good opsec guys uh and it turns out someone is trained in lip reading where we just learned about that what a coincidence. So weird. So it turns out that Lucy has been taking lip reading lessons in a classroom. And we know her name is Lucy now. This is Stephen Steele's underage wife, Lucy, Lucy Steele. Steele. Child yeah. bride. Yes. And, uh, and she learns through lip reading that the spine is the most important part. And that's next, basically. And that, you know, her husband's being set up basically to be their patsy. Yeah, he's going to be the fall guy. And... Uh, and that doesn't make her happy. Nope. No, and, she's very upset about it. And so she's going to try and save him. Yeah. Good for her. Yeah, she cares a lot about Steven Steele. I'm not going to try and analyze their relationship. <laughs> Honestly, because there's just simply no need to. Yeah. At this point, we don't have enough information. Yeah, society doesn't need that. No. My take it, on that. It, it definitely doesn't seem like a sexual relationship. No. At this point, also, honestly, every marriage is a weird little black box. And if you're not in the marriage, it's true. don't know everything. Don't judge yeah. Stephen and Lucy. Yeah. <laughs> you're not there. <laughs> you're not in the fictional relationship. Only they so, know what yeah. goes on. And I'm in Iraqi. Yeah. <laughs> who knows Their if he third. even knows a rocky <laughs> may not even know but yeah so she she brings a uh, lunch to steven to get into the building i don't understand why she couldn't just go in but what do i know i um, think it's like she wanted to be less suspicious so she wanted to pretend like there was a reason for her to be there yeah and, as opposed to just yeah. showing up but then of course that's what ends up incriminating her to that's black that's more what I'm saying. you just kind yeah. of wander in and be like hey what's up i belong here that's what i would do too yeah she's like i'm visiting my husband at work yeah. for a quickie during the day don't ask questions <laughs> i'm lucy Steele. but also it looks like she normally is not allowed inside that building that's because it is government property um it's weird. but she is allowed if she's holding a lunchbox well no she's she's not allowed she sneaks past him when he goes to give steven the lunchbox oh right that, so okay, she gives yeah. him the lunchbox he goes back in to give oh. and, then, and then she runs up the stairs oh right thank you thank you for explaining this <laughs> to us so yeah so she sneaks in she goes up to get the pigeon and um, then there's a whole thing with this guy with this side ponytail situation, Blackmore. 
Right. Blackmore is one of my favorite minor JoJo villains. I really like him as well. I really like him because he looks, I think this is maybe one of the most, at, at first, he looks so underdesigned. Like, aside from the hair, yeah. like, he barely has a face. He barely yeah, has Yeah, his an face outfit. is malleable, too. And he has, like, almost no outfit for Araki. Like, for Araki right. doing a character, like, normally, I just feel like he would be way more accessorized yeah. and would have a lot more going on. But then he busts out the umbrella. And he's also, like, very, just because of his, because his power is, is rain-based, though we'll get to his power, and we're not totally sure what it is yet. Um, but because his power is rain-based, all the stuff about him is so atmospheric that it just makes you like him. Yeah, well, and I also like his pants with the commas yeah. on them. Just, I like his yeah. riveted capelet. Like, I think he feels, for an Iraqi villain, very subtle in terms mm-hmm. of his his design. I mean, I like his design, face. he looks a little bit like, um, what's his face with Metallica in uh, part five? Risotto Nero, is yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah he does. But, but like Risotto like, has like the black eyes. Yeah, yeah no, no, it's, it's like definitely... And the hat yeah, but, and everything. But he has the mask. But the mask, I'm just saying at first he just yeah, looks like... Yeah, at first like, he just looks like a guy. He looks like totally like nobody. And I like yeah. that. Like, cause at first, I was just sort of like, who's this whatever? And then it's like, he has the weirdest fucking... Like I have in my notes twice, <laughs> what's the deal with this guy's stand? When I have it once and then I have it as a reprise. Because yeah. it just keeps doing weird things. So Lucy gets the pigeon first. Lucy right. gets the letter off the pigeon's foot, looks at it, finds a location. Meanwhile, Blackmore is there being like, I don't know where the pigeon is. So weird. Mr. President, there's something wrong with this pigeon house. <laughs> and then they figure out that someone else was there. And then we have this chase scene. He can run on raindrops, like he can he can like freeze raindrops in space and then step on them. Yes, it's a little bit like um, what's his name, um, guy whose name I can't remember from Part Five. Who it's uh, because who it's from the fights. chapter Sex Pistols. So yeah. why would you remember his? Right, name? you remember Mista. And yeah, not his it, the guy, guy that that Mista fights. We actually talked about this last episode because. That's the fight where he like sends a bullet and it like all like goes like into the front of Mr. Right, skull, but right, not into but not his brain. In. Just like what happened with Johnny oh, last right. right with Ringo. Yeah. yeah. But and, so he um, can freeze raindrops in space to walk on them. The mask thing is his stand. Yeah. But what about the raindrop thing? No, well, no, no, no. The no, mask no. Is, it's his physical manifestation uh, of it, like his stand design. I think so too. But then how come it makes his face well, do weird things because then there's another aspect to his stand that we that is less easily explained that i'm if i recall correctly I, I mean we must learn about it at some point but like but not yet and this is the part where he can get like holes in his face and his mouth can break off and like go chase right. lucy around but the, but the fact that his mask can just appear and disappear makes me think that that's he's, the that stand he, it's like vanilla ice he can wear his stand okay oh. i see but then there is the thing where like his face disappears and his mouth can chomp things. It's like he can use parts of his face as a weapon. Okay. Because you you have him like throwing part of his face at this pigeon. Or like he, he goes, he bites the pigeon and then his face like re-dissolves and like goes back to his face. Right. And then he gets all those holes in his, yeah, his, yeah. the holes in his face. So hopefully the... we'll learn more about what that is. Well, then when we go into the next. Like after, yeah, the next arc chapter after. Chapter the green tombstone, I believe, will yeah catch more. the rainbow yeah. is the next arc. Yeah. So then there's this whole chase scene where he's trying to figure out who's there, where they are. Yeah, he's following the trail of Lucy's either sweat 
or like rain dripping off her. She's very moist yeah. as a person. I don't I, know. She has like some sort of like skin condition. I, right. I think and then, that this chase scene is really effective in terms of like feeling like there's real peril. Yes. Yeah, but then basically he just corners her and then it's on to the next chapter, right? Yeah. Yeah, and she, so she's totally cornered in this bathroom. And uh, How is she going to get out of this one? Uh, well, because at one point she was able to get access to a phone and so she called somebody. And of course she called Mountain Tim. Yeah, it turns out. Yeah. Dun, dun, dun. Before we get to that, I just want to say I like chapter 37's cover too. Just Lucy and, and yeah, Johnny me and Gyro. They look great. Johnny's limp wrist. Love to see it. <laughs> yep. <laughs> What kind of uh, sandwiches do you think Lucy made for Stephen? Oh, because there's great. a tantalizing shot of that of that lunchbox that's just open next to a cup of hot great liquid. Question. Wait, what page is that on? Um, it's on page twenty two for me. They're little triangle sandwiches. Oh which, yeah, you know. it's a. It looks like a sandwich. So there's two two pieces. So a single sandwich cut with the crusts cut off. Right, cut, crusts cut off. It looks like there's just a single slab of something in there, so it yeah. might just be like salted beef or something. Yeah, I was going to yeah. say like a ham or a beef. And yeah. like then there's one layer of something, which would probably be like a slice of cheese. Yeah, and this is this is Kansas City, so it's almost certainly beef. Yeah, good point. Yeah. But the, the one that the bite is taken out of, it looks like it's white on the inside and darker on the outside, so maybe it's like a breaded chicken thing. Oh, maybe, maybe this is just like... Iraqi doing like just like I, we just want katsu sandwiches yeah. and I don't care yeah. if those with, don't exist with and, like American cheese yeah or like Swiss cheese okay thank yeah. you fact check <laughs> <laughs> that's the analysis people come to JJBX for so Lucy turns Mountain Tim down hard well Mountain Tim <laughs> gives her basically the speech from Love Actually I don't blame her uh, but also yeah once again I I, I think Eliz, she's I, like that movie hasn't aged well <laughs> Eliz, I think you're right, like, in the way that, like, Mountain Tim is like, I'm going to do this thing that I do because in my head this is a thing that Mountain Tim exactly. does. This I is think the true she, man's world. I think yeah. in return she's like, well, I'm going to say no because that's the thing that Lucy Steele does. Yeah, it's yeah, true. That's it's true. true. That's a really good point. Yeah. She's like, like, I'm true to my man. She's like, in my head, she's like, I, well, like, she says she's like, everything I am is because of my name. Yeah. Like, I am Lucy Steele. Right. This is what it is to Ooh, be I got chills. Lucy Steele. So good. Like, she got her little, like, I mean, but we don't really know a lot about her and her whole deal yet but like even knowing what we do kind of know about because right because like steven Steele kind of like found and rescued yeah her. just because like she looked like a woman he used to be in love with right you know and lucy gives me that real... seems totally healthy and normal yeah, i mean he's also doing a character though yeah. yeah like these are all people who are like i mean i think it, it has to do with the fact that steel ball run like is pastiche and so yeah. it is made up of all these people who are kind of full-time doing a bit. Lucy yeah. actually read Phantom Blood and was like, I'm Ruth. <laughs> <laughs> she did. Well, first she was like, everyone tells me I look like Arena. And she's like, you know what? I don't like Arena. Yeah. I'm Ruth. <laughs> yeah. She's like, cool. I'm going to go now. Bye. <laughs> uh, and goes and- We get so many good close-up shots. Yeah. I yeah. really I really do like that extreme- Close up of Mountain Tim getting shot down. <laughs> a a <laughs> darkness so passes over his face. It's like, ah, uh. ah, <laughs> uh, great. So, so she's like, "All right, I'm going to go be part of the plot now." Right. Well, because Mountain Tim is like, "All right, well, if you're gonna really do this thing, you might want to look out for Gyro and Johnny, who like are basically on the same page. Like, you seem to want to be a protagonist. Right. Yeah. You should meet up with the protagonists. So she goes off to do that." And then meanwhile, Mountain Tim is like, hey, I've almost died a few times. What if I died again? But for real. But, but pretty pretty hardcore for real. 
And and he looks up and he's like, oh, my God, someone is committing the social faux pas of standing above my head. Yep. <laughs> I better point it out to them so they don't get embarrassed. How does he know that his name is Blackmore? I don't know. Oh, Mr. I guess. Oh, I guess Mountain Tim does work for the government as like a federal marshal, right? Right. Yeah, so, and yeah. Blackmore works for the president. Yeah. So, I don't know. Did coworkers? They yeah, dated. Former, yeah. Yeah. They, <laughs> of course they they dated. Of course. Yeah. I mean, Blackmore That's... has a the fucking JoJo Siwa ponytail. Yeah. Like I just assume Mountain Tim would never let someone he hadn't dated kill him. It has to be like a gay resolution thing. I just noticed that Mountain Tim's coat, in addition to having the like cheetah print lining, also has fringe across the back of the shoulders. Do you see that he also has like a belt collar? Oh yeah, oh yeah, the very wide <laughs> oh, choker. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I've I've been noticing that one. Yes. <laughs> and his um his his gloves are like uh, Kermit the Frog's collar. Yes. Yes. Those are why I think they're supposed to be like sort of a sheriff oh, yeah. star motif, <laughs> but it doesn't or quite like, work. Or like a Bacchio's hat. Yeah. yeah. Kermit the Frog <laughs> collar. But yeah, we get more we get more chomping from Blackmore. Yeah. So much of that, and I don't understand it. Uh, and then I don't understand how he cracks Mountain Tim's face, other than I do understand that it is like Jotaro's face getting exploded from part three. Yes, and, and part four. Yes. Part three during the Oingo Boingo arc, and part four Fighting during, Kira during Fight uh, the Dust. Yeah. Right. I'd be curious if that's literally exactly the same line. I wouldn't be surprised I if it was. I think it is. It's pretty similar, if not the same. Yeah. Like, I wouldn't be surprised either way if it wasn't for Iraqi being like, no, let it go. But if it was, you know, just because that's how Iraqi is. But I- Well, right. And so when he cracks Tim's head is when he explains his stand a little bit. And he says, uh, my ability name is Catch the Rainbow. The rainbows, I, the raindrops I touch can stabilize in the air, just like crossing a rainbow or walking on a glass board. You can't assume that the rain is always pouring down. I think what he did was just stabilized a rainbow and Tim's head like moved through it and it just sort of like sliced through him. So he can stabilize any atmosphere. Or sorry, the raindrops. Sorry. So he can stabilize raindrops, but like that doesn't explain the other. The the mouth stuff. No, not at all. No, that's what happens when you stabilize raindrops. Your mouth flies off, and right. you I guess that's. I guess I wouldn't people. know if that isn't true because yeah, never you've never stabilized, stabilized a raindrop. Mountain Tim, he his kind of last act is to not sell out Lucy, right? So that's good, but it doesn't matter because Blackmore is able to detect the difference between a woman's tears and rain. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Well, well he right. can't stabilize woman's tears. Well, but right. how? But why would he be? But like, so he he looks on Mountain Tim's. Mountain Tim, who he is now shot to death, uh, or no, he shoots him to death right after he does this. But he looks on Mountain Tim's chest and sees that there are tears. I guess it's because it's inside his coat. I guess. So the rest of him is dry. Sure. Let's go with that. Sure. And so he's like, oh my gosh, it's a short person. Must be a woman. Must be Lucy. She must have gone in earlier. She must have brought a lunchbox that was fake. She must have done this. She he must does, be after the spy. And he does, he does do that after he shoots Mountain Tim. He yeah, Mountain Tim says, no, I won't sell her out. He shoots Mountain Tim. And, and then, then he, does he reaches that. Yeah, into you're the right. You're right. Oh, right. I yeah. was just uh, reading, reading yeah. it backwards. Yep. Um, but yeah, you're right. He does like a massive amount of extrapolating. And then he like rushes off in the direction Lucy went to. Like, why would he? Eliz, you're right. Why would he know that? He didn't read the pigeon message. One of his other stand powers is he's Columbo. <laughs> <laughs> right. I mean, I think, yeah, this is iffy. But I also think that there's a bunch about this chapter and how it ends that we're not going to be able to totally understand until 
the next the arc. arc continues. Yeah. yeah, because like we haven't gotten like this chapter ends with an explanation of Mountain Tim's stand, which we learn is called Oh Lonesome Me. So we still have yet to like get like the official explanation of what Blackmore's stand does. Um, I think that's all that's all being saved for the next little mini arc. Yup. So in the meantime, Lucy finds the the spine. Blackmore is going off in her direction, and Gyro and Johnny are chasing Dio. chasing down Dio for some reason because they're extremely they're contractually mund- obligated. Yeah, to. their mundane rivalry with him is still going on. Basically, they all sense that the corpse part has moved. Right. Right, because they all have corpse parts and they right. sort of resonate. And uh, Lucy gets attacked by Blackmore. Chompy chomp. Chomp chomp. And it ends on this really nice sort of seven panel. Yeah, sort of yeah I love- Tune in next week. Yeah, I just love like every, like all, yeah, all seven of them. All the major, major players. characters, yeah. So it's just sort of this sense of like they're all going to converge. Well, not literally in the president and Stephen Steele's case, but- Plot-wise. Dio, yeah. Johnny, Gyro, Lucy, and Blackmore. All their, all their interests are converging. Yeah. yeah. And, like, also it's it's nice because it's like, okay, we have all these characters now, with the exception of, like, Blackmore, who's clearly a monster of the week. We're, we are starting to, like, learn more about these other, like, six major players. And yeah. It is. Like, now, especially now that Lucy has been solidified as, like, a person who has agency. Yeah. Well, and Lucy represents Steven Steele. Yeah. Sort of. Or, you know, is connected to him. Yeah. And Blackmore is the monster of the week who is an agent of the president. Right. So, you know, it's it's still tying it's everybody true. closer to like yeah, one I mean, cohesive Lucy, plot. Lucy yeah. and Blackmore are proxies for Steven Steele and right. the president. Right. So. so yeah. And then Dio, Johnny, and Gyro. Yeah. And yeah. Dio's big face eyeball. Yeah. yeah. I am surprised. I'm curious why Dio's little eyeball will pop up, but uh, Gyro won't get the hot cross on his face. I think he only gets that when he's like activating. Oh, doing his weird radar. Yeah. Doing little bomber. It's not. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, Exactly. So yeah. So that's the that's the issues. And so next week we are we're gonna read uh, 38. And no wait. Yeah, I think we're just doing two at a time. Two at a time. Yeah. Thirty-eight and thirty-nine. Thirty-eight and thirty-nine. It's catch the rainbow part one and two. Love it. Catch the rainbow on that stormy night in Paris. Taste the rainbow. Yeah, I love like Iraqi starts. I like what he starts doing with the chapter titles around now. Yeah. It's good. Steel Ball Run is good. Yes, it is. It's building up. We're like more than a third of the way through. Incredible. But not like significantly more than a third of the yeah. and so next time we can really delve into what the Mountain Tim test is for Black yes. Horse stand yeah. yes JoJo's Bizarre Explainer is recorded in Portland Ora Ora Oregon you can follow us on Twitter at Explain JoJo or find us on the web at explainjojo.com we love to hear from our listeners so please go to Apple Podcasts and leave us the kind of review that Gyro would leave for Sandman's muscular bod <laughs>